Welcome back. Uh, I love this episode. Um, I I really do. Something's different, and I explain it in this podcast. This is one of those podcasts where I go stream of consciousness again, and as it starts out, I urge you to to power through it um, uh, because it'll start picking up, and I start to to get in like a flow state, talking about how I'm, I, I had a, I had a bit of a, a really radical shift in mentality recently, but I, I basically I got my swagger back. I got my mojo back. And if you want to hear about that and I talk about, um, hormones and, uh, vitality and I talk about crying and women's issues and I talk about it all, but I really sum it up at the end with, um, Hopefully a fire up, hopefully something that can can help you get through what is the most locked down country in the world <laughs> at the moment. So enjoy, settle in, and I'll see you on the other side. Na 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 na. I'm almost famous. Chill out, mom. I'm doing it my own way. I'm almost famous. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Um, yeah, I am looking slightly bigger. Thanks for noticing. I worked out once today, so... <clears throat> it's really paying off. Oh, what what's that behind me? It's a new banner. Yeah. For the podcast that I'm doing right now that you're listening to or watching. Yeah, it's uh not a big deal. We actually have a banner also directly across me that says the band name. And then on the floor in front of me, we got more banners. This one, which I'm putting up in front of the camera, Uno Memento. See that bitch? See that? That's the lead singer of Sticky Fingers, aka my idol, aka I don't know if I I don't know if I can say that. Because I think I actually I think everyone loves them. I know in Australia, so Sticky Fingers is my favorite band. They got in trouble in Australia. Uh I don't even know for what, because I'm not Australian. I don't listen to their news media, but I think they got in trouble for like their past of just like uh rocking out. And I think maybe they mistreated some women or said some stuff i don't actually know but i love their music and he looks like one of the best concerts i've ever been to all my friends that that went with me there like it's magic these guys are magic anyway so i got a poster of them and i got to give a shout out to uh olivia di clavasio she's our she really is our like she's our little like house girlfriend it's it's weird to explain but we live in a house with three boys and um kevin also has a girlfriend Robbie, um, Kevin's one of our roommates. Robbie is my bandmate. Uh, his girlfriend, Liv, actually like pretty much lives here. So she had her own place. She had her condo. But in COVID, I guess they sold it and she just moved home. But that what that means is she lives here. And um, I mean, she like, it is not a, it's fucking awesome. It's awesome having like a, 
like a house GF, you know, she, she's the one that does my, she dyes my hair whenever I need it, trims it up. She gave us out of the blue, 400 bucks just for being proud of us going to the studio all the time. And then she bought us these banners. Like, what the fuck? I don't deserve this. I don't deserve gifts. She says that it's her portion of rent, which is funny, but, uh, yeah, it's really nice of her, and uh, so we're we're sporting it on the first podcast. Um, okay, I might have got sidetracked already because <clears throat> you know what I would have said in the intro. So I want to say, and if you're noticing the mustache, um, I had to shave my I had to shave my uh, face for an audition tomorrow, and I stopped at mustache. I've had mustaches before, so it ain't no thing. But with the blonde hair and like the blonde hair getting long, uh, I don't know. Like it seems like it seems like it's pushing it a little bit. Like I don't mind look like having the long hair, being a little bit eccentric, like looking cool, being a rocker. But I don't, I don't know. Like if you're looking in the video, it like it looks. Yeah, maybe it looks good. I don't know. But the girl, um, the girl I'm seeing right now. She's like, oh, mustache, like mustache, please like get that mustache. She's also like, I guess that's just her thing, whatever. And like girls got different tastes and guys, but it made me think back through like my, my different relationships and girls I've, I've dated and fuck if I can remember a time when they were ever into the current hair face style I was rocking at the time you know like is it just like a girl thing to <laughs> like romanticize a different version of the the guy or like I, and I, I could just be tripping and, you know it could just be one of those things like selective memory like you only really remember when someone's like oh I liked, liked it better when you had this or that but like I feel like because I changed my hair a lot it's just I don't I don't have like a, I've never I don't think I've had the same hairstyle for more than a couple years and even when I say same hairstyle for a couple years that's probably because I was growing my hair out so I had long hair for like a couple years because it took me a while to takes years to grow out so you kind of have to rock with one hairstyle but like yeah I will usually try I'll do something different I accidentally stumbled on the shaved sides trend before that blew up um, man, I've had a, I've had a history of hair stuff. I just like trying new things. It's the same reason why I pierced my, uh, pierced my ears when I got to college. I'm not like a thug, like GTA, like wigger white boy, um, with like diamond earrings. But my roommate was like, pierce your ears. And I was like, I'm in college. I do what I want. Yeah. I got, I pierced one didn't look as cool as I thought so instead of taking it out I said pierce the other like even it out and that was a blast I had a fucking blast big big stud earrings and then same roommate I gotta preface it like he was um he kind of had like he was he was a Persian guy but he kind of liked the uh you know like like black barbershop style you know like fades and like all that stuff in the in the stud earring. So he took me to like a black barber shop and uh I went in there and I didn't I didn't know what any of that was. Like my last haircut I told the barber to take a little off the top, like fucking Tony up the street from me. 
And I go into like my first time in like a black barber shop and the guy's like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. Can I just get a little bit off the top? And the guy's like, I don't even have scissors, dude. He's like, would you want to fade? Do you want to like, it was like a primarily for like lining up hair and like fading it out. And it was like clippers only. So I was like, um, I was like, I, I talked about this in the first episode of the podcast I did, I think years ago, three years ago, but I basically had a, I had a vision. It was my first haircut away from home and I had a vision right there in the chair. I was like, whoa, I could literally do whatever. I was like, I'm not going home. I'm going back to a dorm room. Like I'm not reporting to anybody. I can get whatever I want. I looked the guy in the eye and I was like, what's the wildest haircut you got? And he, he said mohawk and I got a mohawk. And I, I for a period in first year, I had a mohawk and earrings. And like ever since then, it's been a bunch of, so yeah, like I went from the mohawk, which was shaved sides to my next cut, which was like the shaved side Euro thing. This was before anyone was doing it. It was just more of like a modification of a mohawk, but I just had them like trim the mohawk down. And, um, but like the problem was, is like it stood up like four inches, like straight up. It wasn't, it wasn't that dope. And then I started seeing like these Euro people started silent like that. Then I started growing my hair and wearing the hairband because man buns were, were coming into style. So I, 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 on the Euro train, I was growing my hair and I'd wear like the, the hair, like the Euro soccer hairband. Then I grew my hair into a man bun. Um, then I buzzed it off in COVID. I was, I, sorry, I went short for a little bit. I hadn't really had like short hair ever in my life. So I went like short, like professional hair for a little bit. Then I grew my hair all the way long again. Then I shaved it off in COVID. Then I dyed it blonde and then I grew it out again. So it's just like changing and I'll, I'll, I'll rock a beard sometimes or rock a mustache sometimes. But like if you go to my Instagram and you, you do every scroll, it's a different hair period. It's like a different period of my look. I, I, I guess I don't take enough photos, but it's it's weird because I like the the girl who I'm currently seeing, she's like, you look different in every photo. Like no no two photos are the same because either my hair is growing like six photos back and I've shaved, or maybe not six, one, uh, eight photos back and I've shaved brown hair. Anyway, it's fucked. But she was like, I liked you better when you had this hair and this, like they, they all look, they go pick the phase that they like the best and it's never my current phase. But the thing is, is then when I get in the future and somebody else will like this phase, but not, they only like the, they like the fucking idea of it. All right. It's, it's, uh, I'm no stranger. I know that this, that sometimes I rock hairstyles and styles that aren't like the most, like the best version of myself and pretty much every girl I've ever, I've ever dated like that's commented on it. I'm like, listen, like I know, I know I look better with X hair or like, yeah, I know. But like, that's, that's not always, that's not always why you do a hairstyle. Like I play in a rock band. I want long blonde hair and like, I'm going to do it, you know? 
like you can see you can see through it all if if you uh, you know I, if if anybody's just flat out just like I mean if any girl out there was like oh I was gonna marry this guy and then pff, his hair is blonde now like that's temporary it's changeable like come on um but yeah that was just a little tidbit did I get sidetracked again fucking a buddy I did um but anyway yeah the mustache shaving it tomorrow. It's a little te- temporary glint. I uh, I might grow it back. Let me know. Let me know if you like it. But uh, yeah, I've been off. I've been off the podcast for a bit. And um, again, it's one of those just like, I don't have a reason for it. I just, I just wasn't inspired. But uh, a major, a major like shift happened for me recently. And it kind of made me... Uh, I was like looking, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to give some shout outs to some people here and it's probably going to go terribly, but I was talking to, uh, Mike Mandela and I talked to Mike Mandela a lot because I game with him and gaming has been like probably my major pastime while being locked in a fucking house. And, um, I don't know, like. I've given him shouts, shout outs on recent episodes and uh, what it is is his, sis, his sister is like one of my best friends growing up and like we lived together last year so I know him through her but then him and I became really close to video games um, and I didn't really realize that he listened to the podcast. I, I knew maybe he, because he'd been on it once that he, he's, I knew he was aware of it and maybe listened to an episode or two but I didn't really realize that like he listened um, and he was just I know because when you're playing video games for like hours on end, you you talk about shit, and like it's just, it's like the same as anything else. Like you're asking about life or whatever. You you talk about everything, um, and uh, I don't know how it came up, but he basically said that he was out with a buddy, Jack Kamen, uh, Camo, and uh, they were talking about the podcast, and and they were saying like, I mean. He was saying some like super, super nice things. Uh, he was saying that they were talking about how, you know, they they love the podcast. How, how, you know, they they were saying that they think I'm a guy, who, um, like who's gonna be successful, who's gonna get somewhere, and and anyway, he was saying a bunch of nice stuff and just kind of regurgitating. I also think it's super special when you say nice things about somebody and like you. I don't know, you pass it along. Because a lot of times, like, people tell me nice things about people and I try to pass it along. But I think a lot of times people don't or they forget to or they don't think it's like... But it really, man, like, it really... I, I fucking needed it. <laughs> like, I needed to hear that. Uh, and I got to give a, sh- a shout out to to Camo because, man, that guy has been... He's been supporting the band and the pod for, like, a long time. And... Uh, in the in this last year, where I've been thinking about the meaning of the pod, and and I've I've forgotten like why even do it or what the value of it is, and and just to hear that like recently that that's still being said and stuff like that, it, it just it kind of just shook my head clear. And uh, Mike was saying like like he understands because I don't get any feedback at least not in COVID because I used to get all my feedback socially. 
So I'd go out in public and someone would go, man, I like that song. Or, man, I like your pod. And, and like, I, I, don't, I haven't gotten any of that. So, I, uh, you know, you get the odd message from a close friend saying, like, keep it up. It's going to be okay. And it's like, it's like when your mom encourages you. You know what I mean? Like, they're your friend. They care about you. And, they, and they're saying it. And they, they, they're truthful. And your mom truly believes it, too. But, like, they're they're biased and you you kind of convince yourself like oh like they're just like they they you know they just like all those things they just care about you whatever but then the thing about camo is like we're buds from school um but like you know we don't we don't like call each other to chill we see each other socially and stuff like that he, he really like he has no he like he has no obligation or um he wouldn't he wouldn't say that shit unless he means it, especially when like I'm not around and like two, two buds are talking and just like to hear that, it just like smacked my head out of it. And I was like, I was like, man, yeah. Like if even one fucking person likes this podcast, like, like, like it's worth doing. It's worth, it's worth putting out. And I was listening to my friend Kristen's podcast. So Mike Mandela's sister has a podcast and she just started it. And like it's it's you know it's rudimentary and it's even kind of um, off brand of what I would normally listen to. It's it's two girls kind of like talking about the the their experiences growing up, and you know one of the podcasts was like our loving our bodies and you know our struggles with body hair and like trust me like if they weren't my friends. I would never click on that podcast because I'm like, the fuck am I going to listen to that for? But because they're my friends, obviously I'm going to listen to their podcast and I fucking love it. it. And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, you you think, and like I don't know if they know that. I I mean, obviously I'll give them, they listen, you know, Kristen may listen to this and may hear this, but there is a value even though I may not necessarily be interested in body hair, female body hair, you know, not one of my fact, the less of it, the better, you know, who's with me on that. Um, it's, uh, it's like, I may not be interested in that topic, but because the person is interesting and her co-host is interesting and just their perspectives in general are funny and interesting, you can listen to it. And it, it, it took a weight off my shoulders being like, cause my struggle is I haven't been inspired uh, I haven't had many guests on and guests are what interest me and like new perspectives are what interest me. But I forget sometimes that that may be just without all that, even though I may not feel like I'm, I have inspiring topics or like uh, inspiration to throw out. I forget that just because I hear myself all the time and I, th- I throw all this stuff at myself and I may not be interested in myself that, that it still may be interesting to someone. And Mike was saying that he enjoys it. And that it fires them up and it gives them some stuff. And I mean, I think if I have anything on this planet, I have a little bit of that, that fire. I don't know what it is. It's like an internal, it's a positivity. I think if anything, it's like an optimism and a positivity and it could be delusion. Um, and, uh, and if just putting it out in a podcast give someone else just that like i don't know anyway it, i don't want to go on a, fu- a huge tangent i just wanted to say uh thank you 
uh, to Mike for bringing that up. Thank you, thank you to Camo for for having that chat with him. And I know it's not just him, um, because as much as I say there's no feedback, I see the numbers, and um, it's easy to get wrapped up in in growth and like success and oh, I, you know, why is my podcast exploding or growing? But it, it it makes you forget that there's a couple hundred people that listen to this. And if there was a couple hundred people in a room, like a gym, and I was talking like this to that, that would be like that would be like really important, you know. Like that's probably bigger than uh, any concert I've played. I'm trying to think. Uh, like uh, uh, I mean, uh, around this around the same feeling, and I give I give like tremendous importance importance to those. Holy shit! I just chugged a proteiner. Um. I give like tremendous importance to that. And it's just weird. The internet does these things to you and, and being in isolation makes you forget these things, which is the topic of this podcast because something, something happened to me, uh, within the last couple of weeks and it's really strange, but I, I, I'm kind of, I kind of got my swagger back and I don't know how to explain it, but it made it weird for me to listen back to the previous pods, especially like to to listen back through COVID. And I did it. I did my last episode. I don't even know how many weeks ago because, like, again, I, I just haven't put this podcast in the front seat. Um, and a buddy of mine um, reached out and was like, "Hey, man, just want to make sure everything's good." And uh, you know, just like I heard the pod, just want to make sure everything's good. And so, like, I, I I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Everything wasn't good, so I did appreciate him reaching out. Like, in COVID, I've, I've been the first person to admit that everything's not been good. I've probably been the closest to the worst version of myself. Uh, and the worst part about it all is I just didn't understand it, and I fought it. I fought it with just discipline. I couldn't get a hold of my mentality, so I was like, and my mentality has been one of my strongest assets. Like I said, my positivity, my whatever. And I just couldn't get a hold of that. So I said, fuck it. If you can't get a hold of your mentality, you just got to do the work anyway. Like discipline became my savior, became like my doctrine. I just worked hard and I didn't ask questions and I didn't care whether I liked it or not. And I just trudged forward. And it's tough because, you know, you start to, when, when you, when you do discipline like that, you start to self, you start to like, I don't know. I was just like drinking more. I wanted to smoke cigarettes or nicotine or whatever, like things that aren't really me. And, um, because you're unhappy because you don't know why you're working so hard. And you, um, as much as discipline and focus is the answer and it gets you through these hard times, it's, it's, uh, it's really, um, it's really like, that's what it's there for. It's the life raft. But as I said, when I first discovered my, that discipline was going to be my life raft, like you can't live on that life raft forever. And as soon that life raft is going to be like tattered and it's going to like be a shitty life raft and you got to, you got to get to shore. You got to get somewhere where you can, you know, like, like know why you're doing things and stuff like that. And that's what I couldn't figure out in COVID, but discipline like really helped me. Like it saved me. Like it, it got me out of my funk where like, 
I just, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. And, and just like hearing my words in those past episodes, the, the way I'm like talking and questioning things, it doesn't even sound like me. I didn't even recognize it. Uh, so a big part of that, um, a big part of that is obviously COVID and, and, you know, just not being, just being locked away. I think it's probably damaged more people's, uh, more, more people's life than the actual disease did. And I'm not trying to say that to be controversial or the virus, but, uh, like if, especially if you're the healthy range, obviously if you're, but still, if you're, if you're an elderly person locked away from family and stuff, I couldn't imagine, I, I bet you death might be a sweeter escape than, than pure isolation. Um, but humans are weird. The, the, the change that happened to me was a couple weeks ago. We did, um, we, Robbie and I have been working on getting music out for the last, basically since Christmas. We had a handful of songs and since Christmas, the process has been refining the songs, finish writing them, practicing them with the band, booking the studio, working around COVID restrictions. And, um, we got three songs like pretty much done as well as we shot, uh, the music video a couple weeks ago on a weekend. And I, uh, leading up to that music video, you know, discipline, as I said, was a life raft. It helped me like get back to just a semblance of routine and normalcy where I was like kind of feeling a little bit more self-esteem, but still like didn't really have my old fire back. And that's why I'd still struggle. I wasn't really working out. I was chain smoking organic hand rolled cigarettes, which is not me. Like at least in, in, if you look at my entire life, uh, I, I'm not an addictive person. I never have been. Um, I'm able to play with fire and, and shun it aside. But in like the last two, three years, the first thing I ever got addicted to was nicotine with the jewel. And, um, I'll talk about this because I think the jewel actually had a big, a big role in uh, kind of my my mental demise over the last couple of years. But yeah, like so in the grand scheme of my life, at twenty five or twenty six, I started smoking nicotine probably because I was unhappy and like looking for a buzz because who knows. And um, it obviously just took root became like a, a soother for my anxiety. And then when I, when I threw the jewel away, I was like, I'll just have a couple of cigarettes and you know, that was fine. I could, I can do that. But then when I'd really feel anxious, like in, in the dark parts of COVID, I'd just rip a bunch of them. And as, as someone who like really loves health in the long term, it's just a really weird self sabotage thing to do. Um, so I, I do this, music video and I gave shouts out to Rob on the last podcast because Rob was like kind of like really the champion of getting these songs recorded, getting the music video organized. Like he took the captain seat and was like, don't worry, dude, I got you. Like, just do what you're good at, make the music, you know, do all the stuff, sing and, and do all the stuff you're good at. He's like, I'll fucking, I got this. He's like, I'm making up for, making up for past years when, when the roles were reversed. And, um, so I just kind of felt like a passenger, but the music was going really well. And I get to the music video shoot and we're performing cause it's a live music video. Uh, 
So we have in-ear monitors, we have a sound tech, we have mics on all the drums and the whatever, and I'm singing into a microphone. We have a few of our friends there watching. We have a bit of a, you know, a crew in the room and I'm performing again, you know, like I, I'm singing, I'm playing with the band, not just in a room. I'm performing in front of the camera and I'm, I'm feeling something that I used to feel a lot. Like when I would entertain, when I would do shows or even just be in public and I felt the fucking, like the spark of, of like life. I don't, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's something that I hadn't felt in a long time. Even like, you know, I did, I did everything still in COVID. Like I saw my family, I went jet skiing and snowmobiling and I I would get tastes of that adrenaline hit, but it, it felt more like a a soother than than like uh an inspiration you know uh, even and i i would love i'd love to, i would love to talk to like my ex-girlfriend that i dated during that time and just like see what she saw through her eyes because i was just such a different person but even like through that relationship like i was just like just disassociated and i did this thing and it's like it's like i had kind of like an out-of-body experience but it was it wasn't as tacky and cliche as like I saw myself in the third person but I just like I became fucking present and I was like wait a minute you're like you're like this again take this all with a grain of salt because this is my positivity and it comes out as cockiness and confidence but like as someone who's trying to become a rock star you either you have this or you fucking don't but I'm there and I'm singing and I'm seeing the people's faces and reactions and it's the same kind of reactions I used to get at shows and stuff and especially during like my like vocal parts that were like you know what sometimes we would just cut the instruments and I would sing the vocals um just to make sure that we had clear takes in case there was bleed in the mics and like my buddies and and the people in the room were like dude like fucking yes and I'm I'm performing I'm rocking and I'm just, I get that spark and I get that out of body experience where I'm like, like I'm, I'm, f- I'm fucking good at this. Like, remember, dude, uh, you forget, like same with the podcast. I'm like, this is like, there's a reason you're deciding you're choosing to do this for a living. It's not because you want a fast car or, or fame and fortune. Those are, those are great tools to achieve fun things in life, but you're good at it and you love it. And it's like my self-esteem came back in a, in an instant and it was confusing because I hadn't felt like that's that, that raw self-esteem in a while. I hadn't, I don't know. It's really hard to explain and I don't know if I'm doing a good job, but I told Robbie after the shoot, the shoot went well, the guys killed it. All the, the, everyone that was working, everyone in the band. Um, and you know, I, I, I mean, maybe when we put the stuff out, we can do like a little bit of a band get together podcast. Um, everyone killed it. And, uh, we were leaving a long day. I'm driving home with Robbie and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, something's different. I don't feel like, I don't feel the same. And and he's like, dope. He's like, that's sick. Get right back to it. And I, and I was like, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I I didn't really know what it was yet. So I, I get back home and I spend like the next couple weeks 
you know, I, and I get that, that message or, you know, Mike Mandela tells me that thing. And I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm feeling the voice in my head, the old voice of like, what are you doing, man? Like, why are you sitting around? Like there's lit, like there's life to be lived. Like all, I just kind of heard that voice and I hadn't heard it in a long time. I, I, I didn't realize how much it had gone away or just anyway, I don't know the reasons for everything, but I'm hearing it, but I still am like anxious and I'm still in my like kind of mid-level funk. So I, I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, like I, I, you're right. I, I, I kind of got to get back to it. Um, but then I go fucking smoke a handful of cigarettes and get wrecked with the boys on the weekend. And, um, and then I'd be, then I come back and you know, whatever, but, but kind of every day got a little stronger and when we got the cuts back for the music video and I, and I'm seeing myself and the band and and I, we look like as real as a deal as it gets like like any band i've ever seen any band i've ever idolized or and i just like fuck it just like it just hit me across the face i'm like i already am this like i am i, I am i'm here i like my self esteem like the the mental voice um kind of came back where i just like i felt the like i don't want to say like alpha as in like alpha and beta male but like that like killer that winner that like positive like fuck you kind of guy almost just like snapped back into my head and this was on thursday or friday i think it was friday like just before this weekend it's now wednesday so a couple like uh, only like five six days ago and i'm driving out of the city i'm headed north um to spend a father's day with the fam um, and I just, you know, had the time in the car to think and this guy, this, this voice in my head that was so familiar to me the, the, the one that's been like my, my fucking, my go-to like inner champion of like being a, a, a winner is just back, man. And it's weird to say it's going to sound like schizophrenic, but I'm like chatting with him, you know, it's more just like, it just, I don't know. I felt good to be back and I felt like I felt a little bit more like manly and like testosterone-y and uh, it's funny because I was uh, I'm mixing this in because as I'm driving north and I'm having that chat uh, I also have Kristen's uh, podcast on talking about (laughs) female their experiences growing up with female body issues and it's such a weird blend. This podcast is going to be such a weird blend of things because, um, I, you know, I, maybe maybe I can come back to it. I don't want to get too lost on that tangent. But so I'll try, I'll take a break here and and talk about the. It was it was a weird blend of, you know, I'm uh, I'm feeling my mojo. This guy's back, and this guy's like this inner voice is like, you know, I'm the fucking shit. I'm big. I'm I'm I can do what I want. I I can, I'm an entertainer. Like I can tackle anything kind of kind of feel that coursing through your veins like a um and and I say manly because that's what it kind of felt like. Like I I felt like I wanted to like fucking beat someone up or just like like just 
fuck something. You know what I mean? Like, it's really weird to say, but it, it seems to be really attached. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably try to loop back around to why I think this is so interrelated and why it happened on Friday, because I think it's to do with hormones. And uh, I, was, <laughs> I, would li- I was listening to Kristen's uh, podcast and they're talking about female body issues and um it's fuck it was eye opening the the way they talk about loving their bodies seems like as hard a journey as like it seemed like a fucking treacherous pathway i didn't realize i don't know if this is all girls or if it's just them but like the way they think about their bodies and the way they think about life and stuff is, uh, it is, it is a, it's like, it was tiresome. Like, and I'm not saying this like in a negative way. Like I, I, I was like empathizing because as a guy who kind of struggles with, uh, when I was growing up, struggled with self image a little bit, like I was a, a stick figure up until maybe second year university. And I, I have many moments where I felt like self self-conscious. I have, I don't know if you're, if you're watching on the, uh, the video, but if you, if you're looking on the video, I have a, a small indent in my chest. Try to get close to the camera here. It's t- it's tough to see because I have built out my my chest muscles, but I have a a small indent in my chest there. Tried to show it on the video. And when I was growing up, when you were really really skinny, like I mean like bones, and you had that chest indent, and you're you're tall, and you have like goofy hair, I I felt about as ugly and bad as it comes. But because I was a guy. And my mentality was like, every guy's ugly. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you, at that age, you didn't really look around and see like hot TikTok boys and, and shit because there just wasn't that. You looked around and you saw a bunch of scrubby preteen fuglies like yourself. And, um, and like also as a guy, you had so many outlets. Like, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I'm a, t- like, I'm a twig, like weird, goofy looking guy, but like I'm sick at sports or I'm good at school and like, I'm just going to do whatever. Like uh, you don't really, and like I had just as many experiences because they were talking about like the horror stories of when people like made comments on their body growing up and how it like, it like created like long lasting kind of self-hatred and bad talk. And um, I was thinking back to, because obviously I have those memories too, when a girl laughs at you or, calls you something or a guy fucking whatever like you get there's t- like you get i don't know pants that camp or like that didn't happen to me i don't know why i say it. but you uh i have i have examples of uh times growing up where people make comments about my body like and you can remember them like i remember fucking some kid at trevor i remember you dude um it's funny because he's one of my buddies and his brother uh uh, to Trevor Robinson and his brother Luke Robinson, um, I see a lot now because uh, Mads and Luke, or I think they call Robinson Kirby now. They changed it up. Robinson Kirby is like 
uh, friends of ours in music that I want to have on the podcast. But his brother, I'm pretty sure it was his brother, like told me I had like freako like duck looking feet because they're so flat and like I have like no arch and like they're long. Anyway, all my I had all these moments too growing up, but in like you know it took a little bit of like being a hoe and getting female attention a little bit of soul searching uh hitting the gym and i mean a regular amount of mental work and i i got th- i'm like like my insecurities are are almost nothing to me um it and it wasn't it wasn't traumatic i never felt victimized or targeted or like I never felt like I was cursed because I had X or Y growing up. I I always felt like everything was overcomable and whatever. And someone would say something and you'd forget about it because it just, I guess, I don't know the, I think guys or boys pre TikTok, I'll say pre-internet because I don't know what it's like now. You know, they just didn't have that beauty pressure and that looks pressure. It was nice to be attractive, but like, if it didn't matter if you could land a kickflip, you were like the coolest kid. If you like smoked weed in grade eight, like no one was like, look how like hot that kid is. They're like, oh, he's got an older brother and he smokes weed. Like I want to give him a blowy. Like that was the, that was more like the narrative. Uh, (laughs) So, but I was listening to their recounts and they weren't saying it like I'm saying it now. They were like, this person said this and like I went home and I cried for two days and I've thought about it a lot since. And like it really like through high school, I would do like X or Y. Like these aren't exact quotes. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And then like her co-host would be like, I'm so sorry. Like that's terrible. Like this this big traumatic experience. And uh, I don't know. It was just, it was just eye-opening. I, I, I definitely empathized a lot more um, because Kristen, like to me, because we've been friends for a long time. She's always been super confident and super like, I love my body, hot, 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 cool, fun. Um, and like, cause I've been the same. That's why we're friends. I'm like, I'm hot too. I work out like I'm like super confident now. Um, and uh, I mean, I've always been super confident, but like I, I'm, I'm like not as, before it was kind of defense mechanism. Now I kind of believe it. <laughs> and uh, I think it was a defense mechanism for her too. And she's only recently, her and Akos have only recently like learned to like love their bodies. But like they talk about like, uh, like the stress around eating and around like, uh, 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 like just hating themselves for like having a cupcake and stuff. And, and I really think it's like for girls at that time, maybe, and this is again, uh, uh, just a guess you didn't feel like you like beauty was one of the things that you really got. Like when you're young, it's like your moms would dress you up and everyone would talk about how cute you are as a girl, young girl. And like boys would, I mean, as a boy growing up, it was always like, Oh, like Cindy's so hot. It was never like, Oh, like Cindy's sick. It's softball, you know? So, so I can see how beauty is like, like, I mean, it's really tough to get a grip on at that young an age. And then they would tell stories about like gym teachers or parents or uh, personal trainers, like saying shit to them and it like traumatized them. And I mean, it, it could be, it could be a benefit of like the, the masculinization of 
of girls. Like at least I see on TikTok, like girls are girls are being more masculine and men are being more feminine. Um, just like from observation, like the guys on TikTok are like they're so soft. And I'm not saying again, not in a bad way, but they're like they're like pouting and like licking their lips. Like I feel like I could fucking just absolutely like there might be there might be more testosterone in my leg hair than these than these kids but again it's probably it, it, i mean who knows if if it's helping these these young boys they're already so confused but maybe maybe that's like helping girls like have the male mentality which is like i don't know as a guy you just i just never looked at things that way like everything was um not so traumatic. Like I just noticed that girls were, they were really sensitive to stuff and I'm not saying guys aren't sensitive. It's just, we're a little bit more muted when it comes to stuff like that. And you know, if someone says something bad about you, you can like punch a wall or you have like outlets and stuff. And you know, maybe like the masculinization girls playing sports and like having these outlets, they can be like, Oh, you think I'm ugly? Like whatever. I'm a sick like painter. or I'm a sick, uh, I'm sick at soccer or whatever. Like the same shit that I just turned to. I was like, Oh, like whatever, I have a fucking. I used to be self conscious about the, the, the my feet or whatever. But I'd be like, whatever. I'd go score a goal in hockey, and like Bob's your uncle, you know. Anyway, I I I went on that tangent because I was feeling like extra, like I'm a man, whatever. While listening to this very feminine podcast, and then contemplating manhood, and then wondering why I felt the way I did. And if feeling the way I did was bad, <laughs> it's like, I was like, why am I like, I'm feeling super manly right now. Like I want to fucking like lift a, uh, a compact car off a kitten. And I was like, cause I was also hauling like my dirt bike up North just got it fixed up. And it's like my like place beyond the pines dirt bike. It's road legal. So like you can shred it around the cottage roads and stuff. And, uh, you know, going up to play some golf and like paddleboard and like rip the jet ski and like. I'm, I'm like fired up and I'm, I am not thinking about emotions or my ex or like, and I'm just like, I could fucking do whatever I want. I just want to lift weights. Like where, where can I work out up there? Like I'm going to go for a run and a paddleboard. And, um, I was like, where is this coming from? I haven't really felt this in a long time. And, uh, so I started, uh, like Googling it a little bit and looking into it and I started to see some shit on testosterone and on vitamin D. And on like how vitamin D apparently is like a very important uh, tool in like testosterone and like, uh, I don't know if it's reception or whatever in the, in the body. Uh, and then I listened to a testosterone expert on Joe Rogan, which was also hilarious because she's a woman and the, the episode was like extremely like, uh, let's just say like she cried maybe 10 times on the episode and Joe cried maybe two or three times. And I cried listening to it. <laughs> I don't know why I cried when I, I cried literally when Joe Rogan was explaining the beauty of fighting and he and her got emotional because he was explaining this, this one girl fighter. Um, and he was explaining her victory and you know, like her speech after the victory and like, this was after he just explained how hard fighters have to work to get there and like how meaningful the fight is. And then he played like her clip and she, she said something like, 
oh, we all just need to be better people. And I'm not doing it justice, but like hearing her voice, like after just winning and hearing her, he also played her like walk up where she was just like saying like, I'm the best, I'm the best. And she's like this petite, uh, uh, like really pretty girl and she just fucks this other girl up in the cage and like just the power of her mentality and like the positivity I was just in that right place too and like they were both crying and I cried um, but this girl <laughs> it's funny because like they were talking about testosterone and manliness and it was really cool um, to realize like how much of like your vitality and like this exactly what I'm feeling has to do with hormones and it's not just discipline and and mental talk, although that's a big bit of it. But she was saying like, she was talking like testosterone is a huge, huge part of um, our our competitiveness, our, our sex drive, our, our like that zest for life, that mojo. And um, I started doing... Because I started feeling it on Friday and I was like, why do I feel this so much on Friday? And like it sparked back in uh, at that at that music video. And on Friday, uh, I I just was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done smoking darts. Like I'm doing too much of it. Like I want to start working out again. I We just built a home gym and I've been lifting some weights and I've just been starting to get back in the swing of things. And I've been getting a lot of sun. Like I'm, I'm I've been burnt a lot but i mean now i'm tanned i've been getting a lot of sun i've been getting a lot of vitamins um because i've been working out i take my protein shakes and they're like these vega protein shakes that are like super vitamin rich and this is all over the last two weeks so like the music video sparked something in me and i was like dude be a better version of yourself and i started like working out and just like just having that that mental feeling again and then i was like i'm done i'm done smoking and i'm starting to feel whatever and that was Friday. Didn't have any nicotine or whatever Friday. And uh, I started looking to it and I read like a few, again, don't quote me on this because I got, I got to go into it deeper, but they were saying that like e-cigarette oil or that vapor reduces testosterone by like 30 to 50%. And um, so that's like one thing. And I was like, whoa, like that's a lot. And uh, also... Uh, and I, I don't know if it's the same Joe Rogan episode or a couple others. Uh, they were talking about how testosterone's already low in men now, and especially these younger men, um, because of chemicals in the plastics and the stuff we use. There's specific chemicals that are suppressing testosterone levels that are causing like fertility issues in women, causing like massive testosterone declines. And like, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if like that's why I'm seeing such like a feminization of these young men, if it's not just culture. Uh, and, um, also they were talking about how, you know, uh, uh, with my research and like whatever, but how, you know, working out core muscle groups, big muscle groups is like a major indicator to your body to release testosterone and just doing the little bit of it, getting sun, stopping smoking. I, I didn't Google whether smoking cigarettes suppresses testosterone, but I mean, it can't fucking help because it, it affects other things like sleep and your stress levels. And I know that all suppresses testosterone, but um, just like stopping with everything and like that reinvigoration of that positive voice that I haven't heard in a long time. I just like, I, I, I think my testosterone levels are up. Um, like I might send, send a DM to your damn, like your, to your mother, you know, like hopefully she's not on Instagram. I'm feeling like that. I'm feeling that, you know?
Um, but it's like something I, I kind of want to look into a little bit more is, is maybe, you know, maybe when I'm feeling this and that, that I don't get so down on myself that it's a mentality issue or whatever, but it could just be like diet, sleep, exercise. Another really important reason why discipline can really be life raft when you're feeling bad is because if you can stick to some of those things when you're feeling bad, you know, maybe it can help regulate it. Uh, yeah, I want, I wanted to loop around to that because, um, and I'll wrap it up and I'll finish it off with a few things um, instead of just talking about, because I'm not an expert. Again, like if you want to do what I do, man, like their name was Carol Hooven on Joe Rogan. Go listen to that episode. Go cry if you if you feel like it. Um, and then listen to, I mean, he just, he just did one uh, today with David Sinclair, who is an anti-aging specialist talking about all these little things we can do to actually reverse aging and they touch on testosterone. And I forget the woman he talked to on, uh, the, the, the reduction of testosterone and whatever because of plastics. I forget that one, but man, go, go listen to him, do some Googling and like maybe take a peek onto your lifestyle and how, you know, it, it could be like, you could be putting the chicken in front of the egg or vice versa. When it comes to your mood, if you're not feeling like that, that zest or that, that kind of kill mentality. If you're a guy, like I do, I honestly don't know what the equivalent for a girl is, you know? Um, and maybe, maybe I'll talk to Kristen and she can talk about it on hers. But, um, like if you're a guy, like don't, don't disregard the effect that if you're sitting around on the couch, if you're not working out, if you're ripping jewel, um, you're not getting a lot of sunlight. You're not like X, Y, Z, you um you may be like like hormonally suppressed you may be feeling just you know and, and if, you know if you like it look great and if it's going well for you who cares but um it's something to consider making some health choices not just to have abs or to attract women but to like to get a little bit of that that you know, joie de vivre back um uh, it, you know it, it's not it, it's not all that um I think a big part is that I've spent years, 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 years of my life since my concussions at 22, when I had my first kind of real revelations of, of what mentality is and what hardship is and where I started to, to learn perspective and how to step outside my, my emotions and my feelings. So for the last six years, I've been on a self-help mission. I've been you know reading the books focusing on mentality, listening to podcasts. It's been, it's a passion of mine. I started a, a, par, a podcast with Robbie about this topic. It's a passion of mine. Um, so I have a really, and I had pre-COVID a really developed mentality and like a really strong positivity and like great self-talk and visualizations and all this shit. So I don't think it's like one of those things where I just got a little bit of vitamin D. And if you do, if you get your testosterone up, you can expect to maybe have the same results as I do, but, um, it may be a great place to start. Uh, but I was more just excited that this person hadn't died. I thought that I thought this person inside me died in COVID. I thought my habits were so poor and they went on for so long that I forgot all this stuff. Um, but no, he, he just was dormant. He was hibernating. And again, another Joe Rogan episode. Oh fuck. I forget this guy's name. 
I'll try to dig it up for the next epi because there's a few things that I'm not going to be able to talk about in this episode that I'll bring into the next one. Um, where he talked about he's a family psychologist. And I have talked about this on a previous episode. So if you listen to them all, you probably re- remember this. But he was a family uh, therapist or psychologist, whatever. It's confusing. And uh, he talked about how he treats patients and his belief is that there's a lots of personalities inside your head and that you actually are a multitude of personalities. And he treats these personalities like people and he tries to have conversations with them and his most effective, and I forget if it was meditative, like hypno, hypnotic, if, if how he would access these, have these conversations. But um, essentially his theory was that, you know, these demons, these insecurities, your body dysmorphias, your fears, your fear of failure, whatever, they all, they all come from these kind of fractions of yourselves. And most people like myself used to believe that you suppress that with positive chatter and you use willpower to fire through it and you use action to overcome it. And over time you'll believe something different. And you know, that may work and it definitely has its merits, but this guy believes that um, instead of suppressing that person, if you can converse with it, give it an identity and convince it to kind of release its beliefs or to trust you that you're you know you're you're not going to get hurt again or you're not going to get your pants pulled down in front of camp or you're not skinny anymore or you're you're a fucking man you know like um and that you have your best interests and and that, that stuff's not going to happen and this was just the example he gave you know that you can you can actually use the best parts of that personality because that personality may also be the same person that's the perfectionist in you or that is the person that that's saying like you know to work a little bit harder because maybe you're not good enough and and like in a positive way do you know what i mean so uh i have this whole history and i have all these things floating around in my head from from having an interest in it so when this personality came back when i say stuff like i talked to it like i sat down this morning and i meditated and i tried to find and it's kind of who woo woo and who who, and I'm not like a very spiritual guy anymore, but I like trying things and I tried to find the personality that was like dominating me in COVID. And I, I, I got so meditative and deep in internal reflection that I saw two people. And it's funny that like, I tried to do what this guy said. I tried to ask where it is in the body and like, no joke inside my own head. I heard like here. And it was like in my low left rib and it's underneath a fucking pain that I get sometimes in my abdomen, right underneath my low left rib, low left rib. I have like a muscular pain sometimes. And he said this in the podcast. He's like, sometimes you'll notice like, anyway, crazy stuff. And then I, I was like, what's your name? And like, whatever. And like, I didn't really get a name. I was like, okay, maybe that's some weird stuff that I don't really do. But then, like, he was like, oh, it's John. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. My band, that's my band name. Like, um, maybe I'm just, like, associating. And then, you know, I tried to, like, locate the the voice that's, like, back. Like, that, like, fucking, this positive, I'm a killer, like, whatever. And, like, a fucking voice inside me, like, a deep voice was like, I'm here. And it, like, came right out of my throat. 
but it's, it didn't seem like it was like located in my throat. It seemed like it was just something bigger than me that was so big that it's like mouth was in my throat, but it's like face was bigger than my face. And it's like body was bigger than my body. And like, that's how meditative I got this morning. Like I just did a Wim Hof breathing exercise this morning. So I was like already like buzzing on oxygen. And, um, I sat down and I meditated and I tried this, this whack shit. And I, I, so I'm deep in this meditation and, um, he's like, I'm here. And he's, and he's like, I, I'm John. And, uh, I realized that like, they're all me. Right. So like they're, these two personalities are the same things. Like when I'm on stage and I'm John and I'm playing as John Famos, I really do access this person. Like I'm on stage and I'm entertaining and I, I say it all the time. Like, I feel like I have electricity coming out of my fingers. I feel like a magic when I perform, when I, when I am at shows and I think the audience does too, because people say it, I don't think I'm making it up. And I feel this like deep connection and it's like this magic, like this root of like spirituality. And I don't like, that's, it's like when I feel the best. And I also get it a little bit, like, like I said, when I'm riding dirt bikes, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm really like, like doing like living, living shit and, um, adrenaline stuff. And like, I don't know, I just had this chat this morning and I realized that like that little scared in my rib pain, call him Lil John, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, was like, like the scared, weak, kind of brittle stick figure, like self-conscious young man that I just suppressed all my life with confidence and with you know, like all the other work and instead of going away and dying, it, it was there the whole time. Just like I thought the voice in my head that the, is a dominant positive voice died in COVID. It was there the whole time. And when you suppress it, like given the biggest moment of weakness in COVID where I, I had like a bit of a mental health crisis, that's those demons will take over again. And I used to say that, like, I, I kind of like demons because you can you can put a cage on them and they drive you. You know, if you feel you're inadequate, it drives you. If you feel you're, um, if you have body dysmorphia, like I said, I I I feel like I'm eternally super skinny because of how I grew up and and everything I was told growing up. I I can never I can never shake that feeling of body dysmorphia. So it's like I used to say I like that though because that's why I work out. It's what motivates me. I always look in the mirror and I see a skinny guy and I work hard and I work out. I always look in the, I always <clears throat> have that mental voice. It's like, you're not good enough. Like you gotta, you, you, you're supposed to be, you know, great. And I mean, who's supposed to be great? Like there's no, there's no big purpose to being a great or like successful. Like the, the most happy people are just ones with good families and can take care of their needs. But I have some, I have a voice inside me that I like to put a harness on that pushes me because it means, you know, I can achieve, uh, something really cool. That's a dream of mine. And I used to say like, I like to put cages on these demons because they, they kind of like, they drag you and they pull you. But it was an interesting thought because what this guy said is instead of, you know, suppressing them or putting cages on them, like you can get all those benefits that they give you without the negative, if you can work through those feelings and um, I don't know. It's uh, uh, it's. I'll try it again. 
see how it goes and and um but for the most part i feel my mojo's back my positivity's back like may start cage fighting i don't know joe rogan made it sound incredible uh if it wasn't for my previous head injuries which i don't know man if i if it's been a long time and i've been doing a lot of healing and a lot of a lot of rehab on my neck if i can anyway 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 maybe i'll just like take it up recreationally uh that's like kind of back, but I, uh, I got to credit discipline for getting me through. I got to credit Rob for bringing me to a place to feel fucking alive again. And, uh, the, the team that's surrounding like our band now, like the other bandmates and the, the video and like all these people that we're working with and, you know, uh, our, our roommate, Kevin and, and, uh, Robbie's girlfriend live that are contributing and, and helping us get there. And all these people that, you know, that, that do give me this feedback that are listening, even the, the few hundred people. And there's, I wrote down a long list of people and I was thinking about doing like a shout out um, because I know it's great to hear your name uh, on a podcast, but I just didn't want to forget anybody and I do that shit. But I forget people like it, how, because there's, there it has been over time. A lot of people that have, have, have reached out and said nice things. So I don't really want to um, uh, try to limit it to, to maybe I'll, I'll I'll keep writing the list and if if after a couple of days I can't think of anyone else I'll I'll say it on one of the pods but I appreciate it because um, as I said that that little bump just gave more strength to that inner voice and and maybe push a little step further and I'm doing a lot more on top of my discipline a lot more balanced self talk confidence like manifestation not in like the the way of the secret like the book where it's like manifest and like wish and give it to you but manifestation and the fact that like my self-talk my talk out to the universe and like if you're if you're listening to this you can probably feel it a little bit too a little shift like it, it, it it may not feel the same um as like my my last year of content uh because i'm i truly feel it uh, and I didn't need to like lie about it and like manifest until I believed it. I just, I believe it again. <laughs> so I'm, I'm spitting it out, but I, uh, I really want to focus on, um, nurturing this, this part of me. And cause I don't want to, I don't want to lose it again. Um, and I, I think that meditation, that self-talk, trying to locate it and, and kind of paying attention to my hormones and, and health, uh, because there is nothing better than partying. There's nothing better than Siggy's and patios and being destructive when it's in celebration. And I don't think I can ever give that shit up, but I don't want to do it out of anxiety. I don't like doing it out of escape. I don't like doing it as a, as a soother. Um, I want to like get that record deal and go out and die from partying. You know, I want to like, like hit new pinnacles and then take the lads on a fucking yacht and and like celebrate and be in and and be destructive in the best way cuz cuz life's worth living um but i don't ever i don't want i don't like to i don't want to see myself get back to kind of how it was uh in covid so that's the update check the banner out let me see if there's anything on my list before i sign off no just want to put out like extreme, extreme appreciation. 
Uh, if you like the podcast, check out our music when it comes out. It's very soon. We're in the final touches. You'll see the the music video that <laughs> changed my mentality. These songs are sick. We're a real band. Um, our next steps are looking for uh, either management or or new opportunities to to play shows when they open up for bigger bands. But like we're we're hitting the next plateau, and um, if you're a fan of either the podcast or the music, please, for the love of God, tell people. Like, please, um, it's been a it's been a long, long road, and uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to try to blow up on TikTok or get our music out there by paying for ads or doing the podcast. But um, I, if it's easy and you don't feel uncomfortable doing it, please, uh, when we when we put the shit out there, tell a few friends if you like it. Obviously, if you don't like it, maybe even tell us that because that might be more helpful. But if you like us, you'll like it. And uh, that's this episode. Feel the fucking power of the universe coursing through you because you're alive and you're lucky and life's a simulation and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Go get some vitamin D. Go give some D. If your girl gets some D, feel that testosterone. Fucking let's go. Thanks. Thanks. It's almost famous. It's a rock star figuring it out. Let's go. See you later.